Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I help women to overcome obstacles so they can become courageous warriors who live with hope. This is your place for inspiration and empowerment. I hope you will connect with me at ValerieSilvera.com and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Hey there, this is one of a series in The Courage 2. And I am creating these in a specific series so that you will always remember how important courage is and that it takes courage to do so many things. Anything worth being, having, or doing in this lifetime will require a certain amount of courage. So I hope you enjoy this episode and you will look for others in the series, The Courage 2. Hello, warrior. Welcome to this first part in a series that I'm doing on The Courage 2. And this one is The Courage to Create Your Legacy, which might seem like kind of a strange one to begin with. As a matter of fact, in my Nine Weapons of Hope, it's the ninth weapon, the final one. If you are following them in the order that we recommend, it would be the final one that you would work on your legacy. And mainly I do that because people can feel intimidated. In fact, when you saw the title of this, you may have been thinking you might not even click on it. You might not even begin listening because legacy can often seem so far away or something you've never even considered, or that it's really for somebody else. It's for those special people, royalty, rich people, famous people. They are the ones that leave a legacy. Not true. The bottom line is you are leaving one right now. And if you've listened to very many of my podcasts, you've probably heard that from me before because it's the fact. So I thought I would start with the end. Start with the end in mind, because if we can often look at the end, if we can get a visual of the way things might be, the way things could be, the way things should be with regard to our lasting imprint, it can help us to make decisions now, right? I mean, if you were going on a vacation, you'd have to know your destination. You're going on a driving vacation, right? You'd first have to know your destination, before you just get in the car and start driving. And then you would map out how to get there. Well, we can't exactly and completely map out our lives, I've discovered, because there are so many unknowns and variables and people out there that are not for us and that are just doing their own thing that impact us. Situations that come and clobber us over the head. And then even really wonderful things we didn't expect. So I don't really think that you can completely map it out But having that picture in mind of the type of imprint that you want to leave is going to make a big difference in whether or not you have those courageous moments that will allow you to build that courageous legacy. This isn't one big courageous thing. I'm going to go build my legacy. It's going to be a thousand tiny decisions, some bigger ones. And they will almost all require some amount of courage. So that's why this is the courage to create your legacy. So again, creating your legacy doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go start a nonprofit or win the Pulitzer Prize. 
it is that lasting imprint of you that will be left in the world forever. And this is why, even if you heard this before, this part of the message, please listen again, because I need you to get this down inside of you to begin to really believe in the power of you and your legacy, what you're leaving behind. So we impact people every day when we are interacting with them. And I think I said on the last podcast, even when we're not, because people have memories, right? So last night I went to this birthday party and I met new people and had some really amazing interactions. And when I first woke up this morning, the first thing I thought of were those interactions, those people, their stories, how it made me feel, the different pieces of our conversation that had such value to me and and hopefully some that had value to them as well. I started to have those memories, right? So those little imprints were left on me. Okay, so maybe there was nothing earth shattering, but I did meet a girl who was in recovery for one year. And because I was willing to have the courage to tell my story, just really briefly mentioning Jamie's addiction to heroin and her subsequent murder, it was an instant connection. And then she told me that that was her story. Obviously not the murder, but the addiction and that she was one year clean. And so we talked about this and she has a daughter that is living with her mother and she's working so hard now. And it was interesting because we did talk a little bit about legacy and about the opportunities she has to teach her daughter such an amazing lesson. And while she wishes that she hadn't gotten to that point where she had to teach her this lesson, here she is. And so before her is a magnificent opportunity to leave an imprint. So we had that conversation and that conversation left an imprint on me. And I just thought about the courage that it takes for her just to stay clean every day. And then on top of that, to have belief, to be working hard to have an improved, a continually improved relationship with her mother and how much understanding she had for her mother. But at the same time, it has, the, has that hope, that beacon of hope that she'll get back there someday. So all of these, this, all of the parts of that conversation left an imprint on me and really just made me feel hope that somebody like her is trying with circumstances that are very difficult. And so no matter what your circumstances, you have the same opportunity. So little lasting imprints, a conversation at a party, in a grocery store, at work, with a family member, with a friend. We never know. Sometimes we will never know what those little nuggets are and how they impact the other person. But what you need to do is start thinking about it. Okay, so what do I want my legacy to be? So as you know, for sure, I'm pretty sure you know that my goal is to build women up so that they can live with courage and hope. So they can leave that lasting legacy of hope. And I hope I'm inspiring some men along the way too, but my main focus and my main uh, audience and connection is with women. But that don't let the, any, whatever your connection is, don't let that stop you from spreading hope wherever you go. So what stops us from even thinking about legacy? Let's say you start to think about it. 
right now, during these last few minutes, you've started to think, wow, what's my legacy? What am I going to do? Who do I want to impact? How do I want to be remembered? And I think what stops people is a couple things. First of all, you don't believe that you're worth it, right? Because you aren't that Pulitzer Prize winner. You don't have that, that business that you've built and impacted the world. You haven't come up with some invention. And so you think you're not worth it. Well, hang on. The other, another reason is that you don't realize that you're already leaving a legacy. So you just ignore it. You don't think about it, right? That, that's for somebody else. And that is critical that you remember that you're leaving one right now. Okay. So like I said, these conversations I had last night left a little imprint on me. Some of them were just nice to meet you and, you know, not a big impact, but there were a couple of conversations that I had. I had a conversation with another guy who is 30 years in the police department and he is retiring in just over a year. And I just thought about his service, how grateful I was to him. And we had fun conversation and um, he actually did the catering at this party and the food was magnificent and something he's just doing on the side. And I was really inspired by that. I was inspired by the fact that he's got something else going for when he moves into his retirement. And it's something that brings people together and brings people joy. They enjoy his food and, you know, fun occasions. And so, you know what I mean? It's, it's not a, like I said before, it's not an earth shattering connection, but it left a little imprint on me. And all of these imprints on us, they change our DNA. They make us different in one way or another. So gosh darn, we better make sure that those DNA changes, those imprints that we are having on other people are the right ones. The ones that if each one of us could be guaranteed that in 25 years, somebody, somebody's going to stand up and say something about us at a graduation, at an award ceremony. Let's say it was guaranteed in life. It was just part of the deal on planet Earth. At some point, somebody would do that a couple decades after you're gone. What would you hope they said about you? So you see what I'm saying? They don't have to say about you that you did some big, magnificent thing, that you were Mother Teresa too. Often these stories we hear, just some simple little thing, some coach that believed in a child and said something inspiring. And they just remember that one sentence, but it was enough. And so this is, here. what could you do then to build your legacy? If you haven't even thought about it, what could you do? Well, I would say that you just start doing little things each day, even if you did one little thing. Now, you could find a course on building legacy. As a matter of fact, I mentioned to you that my Nine Weapons of Hope is your legacy. And we actually even offer that course separate from the whole Nine Weapons of Hope. But I believe they all work together because, yes, you can focus on your legacy. But in order to leave, create, and leave the right one, we have to improve ourselves overall. I mean, we got to have like a, an overall makeover. That's not to say that everything about you is terrible and broken and you've got to go fix everything and, and it's overwhelming. It's just that all of the, these elements fit together. So for instance, for my nine weapons of hope, I mean, they're literally what saved my life. So they are your decisions and there's a lot to each one of these, but they're all bite-sized. They're all realistic to implement. They're all um, very... I don't want to say simple or easy because I don't think anything, you know, life-changing is simple or easy, but they're all doable. So we have your decisions, your attitude, your story, your release, your spiritual armor, 
your circle of strength, your focus, your oxygen mask, and your legacy. So I would highly recommend that you work the Nine Weapons of Hope. And we even offer them with our Warriors and Hope membership, which would be super great because then you also get coaching with me and you can text and voice with me privately. There's a, a lot of great benefits to that program. So the point is, yes, you could and probably should be using, I mean, talking about a real solid self-improvement program, one that makes sense to you, whether or not it's mine, you know, that's not the point. But it really has to start with you becoming better in in a lot of different ways. And we, we all should be working on self-improvement. Okay, that's what I'll put at the beginning. Now let's get back to this. So let me give you one of my first pointers, and it is one that I've already mentioned. It's that you have to realize that your legacy is happening anyway. So if it's happening anyway, don't you want to sort of steer the ship a little bit? And, and it's not about being a control freak. It's about making sure that those lasting imprints are the ones that you really do want to leave in people. And then the next one is to believe in the value of your story. And, and so again, this is so important that you, that you do in order to leave the right legacy, but it's kind of hard to believe in yourself if you don't kind of have a whole, a whole health improvement going on in your life as far as some kind of self-improvement program system, uh, something you're listening to, something you're working on, different ways in which you are keeping your mindset right. Because life is so hard right now with all the information that's tugging us and tearing us away and, and has us living in so much fear that the thought of even believing in, your, in yourself and your story and the value of it is, is difficult. So I think what will help you with this second pointer to believe in the value of your story is to go back to the first one, right? Well, it's happening anyway. So it must have value, right? It's, it's, you are imprinting yourself on other people. So it must be pretty important, right? It's happening. So those two should really go hand in hand. It's happening. Believe in the value of your story. Having trouble believing in the value of your story. Remember, it's happening. And then, then I, like I just said, the third thing would be to take steps to change. We can't just hope that you know, things are going to turn out okay with us, that we're going to stay strong, that we're going to be able to handle everything that happens in the future, that we're going to sit at the end of our lives and say, yep, that was the best version of me. We can't expect that without taking action, especially because times are tough. Of course, I'm sure if somebody's a hundred years old, they tell you times have always been tough, right? So, it's so funny. Every now and then you meet someone and they go, oh, you know, those self-improvement gurus and all that self-improvement nonsense. And you're going, really? Nonsense? Seriously? Are you sitting there telling me you aren't trying to improve yourself? What? Come on. Okay. So on to the fourth one. The fourth one is a tip that I use that I developed and is part of my nine weapons of hope. And I think it's so powerful that I've been giving it away. Um, and that is to use a disruptor word. And in this case specifically, I might recommend that you try on legacy for, for size. But 
that's only going to work if you really start to believe that it's happening and that you have value and that you are really wanting to leave the right pieces of you inside of other people. Uh, legacy works really well for me if I have the wrong thought patterns going and stuff because I go, whoa, stops me in my tracks because leaving that legacy is important to me. Um, and I, you know, it's kind of funny because I think sometimes I go, oh no, is that my ego? Then I want to make sure that my name is associated with good. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not without ego. I don't have a huge one, but I would say, okay, so maybe there is a tiny bit of that, but I think more important than that, when I get to heaven, I want God to say, well done. You know, even when he takes into consideration all of my mistakes and all the garbage and all the things I've said wrong and done wrong. And, you know, it's a long list. Um, I'm just hoping and praying he takes it all into consideration and says, well done. And that is, it's important to me that I don't take for granted this life that I've been given. And as of today, I'm 60 years old and I've been given that gift of life for 60 years. You know, my daughter only lived for 30. My husband, Rich's brother only lived till he was 14. You know, I, I mean, we aren't guaranteed any amount of time. So I'm grateful for this life and I want to make sure that I'm doing my best with it. And I know you do too. So try using that disruptor word. The fifth tip I want to give you is, like I said, to get some resources. And that is something that helps make sure whatever you're doing, if you're working with a life coach or you're taking some kind of a study or you know, whatever you're doing, listening to podcasts, which I don't, I don't, I think listening to podcasts are very powerful because there is power in the spoken word, but I still think that you have to be doing something, something where you write things down, where you visualize things. I think that's really important, but make sure whatever you're doing, that there is a focus on confidence, on building confidence, because I think uh, confidence and courage go hand in hand. So obviously courage is a, is a given for me. Uh, something that has a faith component to it, not to say that it has to be faith-based, but I think that's helpful. At least it is to me. Uh, mindset, that something about your attitude and your mindset, your way of thinking, because everything starts with thoughts. But we can't just stop there. You can't just find something that's about having a positive attitude because life comes at you, my friend. You know this. And suddenly that positive attitude you started out with five minutes ago is gone. If you don't have some tools to refocus, you don't have some ways to bring yourself back. You don't have those courage muscles built up so that you stand up and face it again. So here's the thing about legacy too, that I really want you to remember. You've heard me say this before. Everything can be used for good. That means all the bad stuff, no matter how bad it is in your life, can be used for good. And I'm not telling you that it is good or that you can change what happened, but we can always use it for good or a part, use it as a part of something good. Mine is a good example because of my daughter's 15 year addiction and her murder and her being shot the first time when she was 18 and, and all of the, oh my gosh, I, I, I've never even spoken or put into a book or anything, all of the stuff that I've been through on that journey with Jamie, because it'd be a Jerry Springer episode, maybe it'd be a Jerry Springer season. It's a lot. And, and it's not helpful to get into all of those details at all. So, so much bad is my point, but I'm using it for good. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm using it for good only in the world of addiction where other people are in addiction. That's not my 100% focus. Of course, people connect with me for that reason. And I, my heart is so for them. 
But the, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because this guy that I met, this birthday party I went to, actually, I forget the guy I met. I'm talking now about the birthday party I went to. This is a gentleman who has been in recovery for a very long time. And I mean, a couple decades, a couple decades or so. But this guy that I met, one of the people that I met last night was a business mentee of this guy that had the birthday party. And he's in recovery as well. And I thought, now, how interesting is that? So they have met each other from whatever, you know, the group they go to for recovery. And, but the birthday, the guy, the birthday party we went to, he's not just being a mentor in helping this guy stay clean. I'm, I'm assuming he is that. I didn't really get into all that with them. But it was a business mentorship relationship. Relationship. So you see what I'm saying? My point is that whatever you've been through, your everything can be used for good doesn't necessarily have to be related to what happened to you that was bad because it just changes you. So you can impact people in a completely different way, but that part of your story that was bad can be used for good because you learned, you grew, you have compassion for other people because of it. You have an understanding, you have a connection. Hopefully you've learned to shed the shame and and open up your story because listen, I'm not running around looking to tell everybody about my story. B- believe it or not, I really am not. I mean, I've told you this before. I'm, I'm I'm a private person when it comes to my personal stuff, even though I'm outgoing. I tend to meet people and ask them a hundred questions. I'm interested in other people. But for whatever reason, she I think she asked me if I had any kids and I tell her right away about Jamie. And so what that did was opened her up. But I could have, I mean, everything we talked about was not about addiction. So you get my point? It was just a side note. I wanted to make sure you understand that when you're thinking, how can I take this bad and use it for good? It doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with what the bad that happened to you. You're just using that experience to grow and change and stand on top of your story and use it to do some good in the world. So get passionate. Get passionate about your life. Get passionate about your legacy because it's happening, like I said. So never forget how important this is. Your legacy is just as important as somebody whose name is going to be on a permanent plaque or somebody whose name is in a hall of fame, on a best-selling novel, on a blockbuster movie. Yours is just as important because the people whose lives you touch are just as important too. Never, ever forget that your story matters. So always live it courageously. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you will look for future episodes in the series, The Courage 2. Make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any episodes in this podcast and be sure to connect with me at ValerieSilvera.com and I hope to see you in my Warriors and Hope and all of the other resources that we have available to help you live a courageous life.